This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. ZeroMQ is an open source universal messaging library written in C++ and it's designed for high performance asynchronous messaging. In this video, I want to go through this beast of a library. I'm going to talk about uh, the following topics. And uh, as, we gonna, as I'm going to discuss this, guys, you can see in YouTube, you start seeing some chapters where you can jump into the interesting part of the video. I'm going to make some code. We're going to use Node.js and JavaScript to build some uh, queue, a simple, a very simple queue with ZeroMQ. Uh, first of all, we're going to take some time. Uh, to talk about what is ZeroMQ, why does it exist, and we're going to talk about the messaging pattern that ZeroMQ tries to solve, and uh, the socket types that it introduces to address these messaging patterns, and uh, it's very interesting uh, take on things, really. And then we're going to go jump into the demo part of it, over example, we're going to build a simple queue with Node.js and ZeroMQ. It's a very basic uh, queue with uh, with Node.js. I'm going to build that from scratch. And obviously, as always, I'm going to talk about my thought about this technology, the pros and cons, because still, I thought this is a simple thing, but I was a little bit disappointed. So I'm going to uh, I'm gonna take, give you my take at the end of the video. And uh, finally, I'm going to summarize the whole thing. How about we jump into it, guys? And uh, guys, if you're new here, my name is Hussein. I discuss backend engineering and stuff <laughs> if you're interested uh, make sure to subscribe and uh, like this video and check out the other content on this channel let's just jump into it all right so what is zero mq it is a message messaging library and it's very important the word library so you include it in your application to enable messaging and, and we can define what messaging means later but that's what it is. And it is the moment you say library, you got to tell me what are you available in, right? What languages? And they're available in 20 languages, which is awesome. It's built in C++ and it's exposed in C and Java and Python and Node.js and JavaScript and, and, and lots of other languages. So that gives you verticality. Okay. So yeah, it's a, it's a library, right? Unlike RabbitMQ, where it's a, it's a server, you spin it up, you connect to it, and your application is usually thin. Uh, this, your application is going to become fat, uh, if you use a library that's just known, right? So it has five messaging patterns that we're going to discuss, right? One of its, uh, I guess, uh, pros, it's brokerless, unlike uh, Kafka or RabbitMQ or other messaging systems where they rely on a centralized broker and then you got to kind of load balance those broker into a, like some sort of a zookeeper or something like that, right? They claim they are brokerless. Well, I added meh because to build something, to build a real messaging app, 
as far as we know, you still need a broker. We don't know a, a, another method. So you're going to use ZeroMQ to build a broker anyway. So saying that it's brokerless is a little bit meh. So I added that. But yeah, uh, you can build whatever you need, right? Exactly what you need. And that's an attractive feature, right? Unlike RabbitMQ, they give you all the bloat. Kafka has all the bloat, right? With ZeroMQ... If you just want to build a simple stinking queue, you can build that. And that's it. And, and, and I don't know why nobody builds that. I just want a freaking queue. Nobody has that. Right? Even this MQ, I'm not sure why it's called zero MQ. It has nothing to do with queuing. It has a messaging pattern, right? And it pisses me off when people do that. To be honest, like, yeah, why are you calling yourself an MQ? You're not an MQ. You're pretty much a lot of stuff, as we can see, right? Maybe it started as a Q and then they changed that stuff. But anyway, right? So I'm not sure why they call themselves a message Q. It's not really Q. It has a pop-up. It has it has push and pull and, 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 and uh, routers and dealers and so much other features. So having it calling message Q, I'm not sure then. Correct me if I'm, I'm missing something, guys. All right, so messaging patterns. These are the messaging patterns that solve synchronous request response. So you can build a request and you can send a request and you can block the application waiting for a response. Obviously, this model's dead, guys, right? In 2020, this model's dead. We no longer block anything. We are, by default, pretty much every programming language is an asynchronous language. That means, hey, I'm going to send that request and even if I am a single thread, I'm aware and I can be unblocking and I'm going to just, if, if the response came back, I'm going to wake up the application and get the response. So these two are just, because the ZeroMQ is an old library, they had to obviously that and they evolved it to an asynchronous. To be my personal opinion, they are exactly identical. If you're using like Node.js, right? It's just, yeah, it's an asynchronous. Node.js is asynchronous, right? So if you're going to use rec or a request to make a synchronous call, Node.js is not going to block you, right? It's just to make a request and then, yeah, it's just you can do go your own merry way and do stuff, right? Yeah, so pops up, supports pops up, which is awesome, right? It supports push-pull, which we're going to turn into a queue, like we're going to show an example. And it's, it supports an exclusive pair. Like if you want two threads... This is supposed to be threads. Communicate with each, with each other. Now we start recording. Yes, communicate with each with each other. You can use exclusive pair where two one pair and to talk to each other and then can ex exchange information between threads. Right? If you're doing multi-threading, if you're into these kind of kinky things, right? Doing multi-threading and stuff like that. Right? Socket types. Ah, uh, here are the six six socket ties that they provide right and here's my little bit of my beef with this thing right i i don't know man i don't know how i feel about that but let's let's talk about that request so this is a type of a socket that only sends requests right so you connect with this stuff you create a socket and you connect right and then this is the, re the reply so reply socket so you can request and reply you can these are like 
kind of male female kind of a relationship right this connects to this right so this is a server this is a client similar thing with uh, push and pull the pull is in this case the client and the push is the server so we're pushing dealer is the client i should have reversed them huh dealer is the client and the router is the server but it has a little bit more features this is the asynchronous nature of the dealer and, and that's what i think this is exactly identical to request in case of uh, node.js because node.js is asynchronous by design right uh it's not gonna block the application right unless i'm missing something that's what i what i noticed while coding uh router is very interesting concept and I, and I really like this a lot router is like you can spin up a, a router socket which we listen to port like i don't know seven thousand, and then you start connecting clients re uh, request to routers right because request is the one who making re requests right so the request cl uh, clients connect to the router server and each request the router will assign identity to these connections right and and you don't have fine-grained control as far as i know to the underlying connections right so think of it like it, it maintains an array of connections and assigns a connection id to each one of them anyway we're gonna we're gonna that that's in a nutshell what it does i'm not gonna go through this in this video like this is a little bit of complex maybe in another video but i decided not to go through it all right here's what we're gonna build coding finally right and uh, what I'm going to build is I'm going to build a little bit of a worker server job execution application, essentially a queue, right? And what we're going to do is the server will spin up and it's going to wait and the worker will also spin up and the worker is essentially a pull socket, right? And the server is a push socket. And the moment we spin up the worker, it's going to find the server and start connecting to it. I'm going to spin up another worker and connect to the server. Spin up a worker, connect to the server. And then the server will generate like 100 jobs. And what it will do is it will just immediately send. This is exactly like the router we discussed, right? But a little bit different. So when we connect in the server code, you don't have like an array of connections. But when you do send... Like when you send a job, like I say, I'm going to I'm gonna loop through 100 jobs. If you loop and start sending these jobs, job number one will go to the worker number one, two will go to this, three will go to this. So start load balancing the queues. Because it's a queue, it's a first in, first out kind of a thing, right? So it will give it, give it to, it will kind of uh, make sure each, that's what a queue is, right? The queue is, or essentially every time, clients are consuming from the queue that job is gone it should not go to all clients pub sub is exactly the opposite when i pub right publish something all of them should sub receive the same content right if i publish job number one with a, a subscriber model job number one will be received by worker one and worker two and worker three right however queue job number one better be executed by only one otherwise we're gonna get into trouble how about we jump into the code guys let's jump into visual studio code and start doing this thing all right guys i have visual studio code i have node.js installed and how about we jump into it and build some simple queue with uh with visual studio code node.js and zero mq right so i'm gonna open a brand new stinking spanking uh 
folder in my JavaScript playground. By the way, check out my GitHub repo. I have every single project that I built in this repo, right? So I'm gonna create a folder, 0MQ, boop, create. Probably 0MQ is a bad idea because the package, the NPM package is called 0MQ and I, I bet that they're gonna yell at us and I don't know why this is not working. So we're gonna rename it to, I don't know, demo or something like that or simple Q, right? And then open this thing. All right, brand spanking new project. And here's what we're gonna do. I'm gonna build two things, right? I am going to build the server.js, which will basically produce the queue. And I'm gonna build a worker.js will be with a worker, right? Where they will start receiving the jobs, right? And here's what I'm gonna do. The server, um, here's what I'm gonna do with the server. Uh, const 0mq equal require 0mq. Very simple. And just like that, you're gonna start, uh, let's initialize the npm, how about that? We forgot to do that. Boom, npm init dash y. Shut up, I know what I'm doing. Right, and then we do npm install 0mq, right? And that will install the beta version. I think that's the latest stuff we have, beta 6, right? So this is still ongoing project. So uh, kudos to everyone who's working on the 0mq team and, and uh, making this uh, happening. All right, so the first thing we're gonna do is 0mq has so many sockets. We talked about the sockets, right? So what kind of socket are we really wanna create? So we're gonna create a socket, uh, and this socket is called 0mq.push, exactly, because it's gonna push that content to the pull client, right? So, so that's the socket. How about we create a function async because we're gonna use promises all the time, right? Obviously do run and then run it here and then we do our thing here. What do we do? We await soc.bind, right? Because we're gonna listen on some port and that port's gonna be uh, TCP 127001 and port 7000. That should work, right? So we use our weight because we're an asynchronous uh, system, right? Asynchronous. And then we gotta do it. Console.log. The server is ready listening on port 7000, right? Awesome. So we're ready. And here's what I wanna do. I want. What I want to do here is I'm going to ex expect, accept as much workers as possible. And then once all the workers are ready, I'm going to hit enter and then I start sending the job. So I don't want, I want to start the server, but I'm going to say, okay, press any key to continue kind of a thing. And to do that, all we do is just basically do a process dot standard in dot once. And we can do like anything like data, right? And when we get any data, right, we, call a function called send, right? And here's what I'm gonna do. This async function send will start sending the jobs, the jobs to the workers, right? And and the the beautiful part of this is, uh, is almost done now, right? So to send the jobs to the workers, so this is a STDN. So let's go through the code. What, what did we do so far? We listen, we're waiting, and here's what we're waiting. And then while we're waiting, I am going to, before we're waiting, we're going to do, hey, console.log, uh, press any key to start sending the jobs, right? 
just like that, right? And we're gonna get stuck right here. And we want to get stuck because I don't wanna send the jobs until all the workers are ready and connected to me, right? It's just uh, to, to show the demo, right? And this is okay. This is the process standard in, all right? And this is, this just will be, okay, when the moment we receive any data, immediate, immediately call the send function. And what does the send function do? The send function does, says, hey, console.log, about to send jobs. So it's like about um, to send jobs because the server is Canadian, right? And uh, we're going to do four. Let i equals zero. i less than 100. i plus plus. Send jobs. How do you send, guys? What is the socket? Socket dot send. Mamacita, look at this. It's beautiful. It's just literally just send. And what do we send? What do we send, guys? I'm just going to send uh, literally the job ID. Right, sending job ID. That's it. Boof. And what you might say, who's gonna get this? Because the socket is the socket. But when you do send, uh, um, remember, I don't have an array of the connections. I could be connected to like a million workers. This is a little bit exaggerating, but yeah, I could be connected to a lot of workers. Send will take care. The library of zero MQ will jump in here and remember, oh, I just sent it to this guy. I'm going to send it to this guy now. The job that goes to this guy, right? Obviously, we're going to await, right? Because awaiting is very important. And then uh, we're just going to simulate because it's going to run so fast, right? How about we slow things down a little bit? And to slow things down, we do this. This is a trick, right? Promise and then literally just resolve it immediately after the timeout of uh, resolve 500. If you have 500 millisecond, resolve it and recall yourself and re keep resolving. So this way, it's like wait. This is uh, waiting for frail 500 millisecond, essentially. That's just a little bit of a trick. And then we say, okay, we send it. That's it. Sending the job. Sending, sending, sending. And that's it. That's the server, right? How about we go to the worker? What does the worker look like? I'm going to copy this code, paste it, and here's our worker. Socket also, but new. Uh, 0mq.pull. Exactly. And uh, obviously, same thing. Function run. And we're going to call the run function here. The worker is way simpler because how does the worker work? Is we'll do await sock.connect. We're going to connect to the TCP port 127001 and port 7000. Remember, that's the pull. That's the worker pulling request from this uh, from the push client, uh, from the push server, right? And uh, we're going to do this like, okay, console.log. Uh, I don't know. Uh, connected to server. And here's the thing, we're going to use uh, asynchronous iterators, which is a beautiful feature in JavaScript, right? Which is taken from uh, the generator functions, really. Uh, and basically, it's that message. Every time we get a message from the server off socket, every time we get a message, we're going to get stuck here. The moment we get a request or, or yeah, a request technically from the server, hmm, or is it a reply? Yeah, you can look at it a different way. Yeah, whenever we get some messages, some packets from the server, we'll enter this loop. It's not really st stuck. It's asynchronous. So the the thread, the main thread, will be just doing its own thing and just having a pointer here. And it will wake up and comes back here to execute the rest of the code. So uh, that's the 
best thing ever, right? And then we're going to do console.log. What do we do? I just received information from the server here, right? So if I receive something, all I want to do is just, hey, worker received job literally this message to string because I don't know what the message will say. It's just like, hey, receive job. Boof. That's it. I'm just going to print it. I'm not going to even send anything to the server. I, I already connected. I'm just waiting here, pulling, literally pulling stuff. All right. How about we actually test this stuff, guys? I'm going to use this for the first time. Hopefully, it just works. And I'm going to spin up node, the server.js. And just like that, we are we are ready. We listen to seven, for 7,000. And I'm not going to click any key. Right, I am going to split here and do node worker.js, spin up one worker, and then another one, DJ Khaled, node worker.js, and, and another one, node worker.js. All right, we're ready. We have three workers doing the job and one server. And now I'm about to hit enter. And I want you to, to pay attention. Look at that. One, two, three, four. Look at that. It's, it's beautiful. Every half a second, the server sends a job and just automatically the workers do the job. Like there's no tomorrow. Look at that. Everyone just receiving the job. And now this is a perfect queue. And here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to kill one of the workers. No problem. The other two just... Just continue the work. Oh, let's spin it back up. Hey, I'll pick up the work. I'll I'll pick up the slack. No problem. Look at that. Kill this. Kill this guy. Spin it. Kill this guy. Now this slacker is taking all the jobs, right? Look at that. And then oh, don't finish. Don't finish. Don't finish. Look at that. Look at that. Almost done. All right. Look at that. Almost done. Almost done. That's it. Done. All the jobs are done. Now here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna kill the server. Here's a wonderful feature of ZeroMQ. The workers are still alive. If you're building a raw TCP socket, those suckers are dead, right? But here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna spin the server back up and then hit enter. And they continue like there's no tomorrow. How awesome is this, guys? You realize that I killed the server, but somehow, Zero MQ library maintain a state that okay, I'm gonna keep trying to connect to the server again, and the more the server keep comes back to life, I'm gonna kill it again. Look at that, jobs stop, spin it up again, and then send. Look at that, they, they just keep working. How awesome is this, guys? How awesome! All right. Uh, that's it for the code. I'm going to push this code for you guys. We're going to be in the description below. How about we jump back into the boring slides and complete this uh, course video? How about we do that? Let's jump into it. All right, guys. So we built a beautiful, simple queue. We saw the feature in ZeroMQ where I killed the workers and uh, I spin up more workers and I killed the server. The whole server is dead, for God's sake. And then the workers uh, just uh, didn't die. When I respin spun up the server again, it went back up. So 
this library is badass, right? So I'm going to tell you that, right? However, is it perfect? Is it perfect though? No, sir, it's imperfect. Pros, let's talk about the pros first before we do, jump into the cons, okay? It is simple, and I again added meh, because to be fair, it could have been simpler, to be honest. I believe the socket types are a little bit uh, over-engineered, but I'm going to talk to that in, a, in a, another, in the, when I come to cons section. But yeah, just just take meh with a grain of salt, right? But it's simple, all right? It is simple. Look, you, you saw the code. It is simpler code. I didn't need servers. I didn't need to worry about uh, exchanges, RabbitMQ exchanges, and 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 uh, channels, and uh, I don't know what 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 other publisher and consumer and uh, brokers, and I didn't have to deal with all that stuff, right? It is efficient and lightweight. You gotta you gotta give it that. Written in C, C is a very lightweight language, so the output of C is usually lightweight, right? Because it doesn't have any uh, garbage collection stuff. There's nothing of that going on. I mean, yeah, in our application there is because we built it in JavaScript, which is a garbage collected language. But yeah, it's great for some small, small use cases. I want a stinking simple queue. You can build one with zero MQ. Just does that queue. Yeah, definitely. Zero MQ is your gal. Cons, what's bad about this? It feels over-engineered. It feels a little bit over-engineered. In my opinion, guys, all of this stuff over um, is my opinion, and you can argue with anything I say, right? Anything I say, right, can be countered. Call me out, right? If I said anything that you don't agree with me, let's have a discussion in the comment section. I'm willing to listen, obviously. So yeah, I really think it could be simpler because I was really deceived by the word MQ. They they claim that zero stands for the zero broker thing, which is okay. Bleh. All right, but MQ, man, it's not really an MQ. If, if it's just an MQ, I would have loved it, right? I absolutely loved it. To, with this, it's going to get a score of 79 out of 100, to be honest, right? But they added all this rick and rip and then dealer and the router. And I, they try to do so much stuff. And you know, I know these are contrived cases because their guide don't have examples for it. If you have, if you have a feature, if you added a feature without a use case, that means some fancy developer decided to add it to the system just because it's quote-unquote hip or quote-unquote cool that's the only reason a feature exists if a developer added it right there is no use case there is no documentation because and you you go read the guide go read the guide if you don't believe me routers and dealers i don't see a use case for them right it it's clearly made up especially their request and they have all these type of sockets and they start the moment you have so much abstraction i talked about that with my rabbit mq right rant but the moment you have that stuff the doc becomes extremely difficult to comprehend and that's what i run into it's like okay why do we have a dealer again 
What is the difference between DLAN and request? This is asynchronous, right? Asynchronous, and this is asynchronous. What? Why? Well, I thought this is a property of the language. Why would I care, right? Again, might be wrong, but it's just my opinion. I felt it felt over engineered. Well, you have to write to your own apps, right? There's no beautiful server that you spin up and does all the jobs for you, right? Some people don't like to customize. It could be a big task if you need a, like an actual pub sub system, guys, right? With a uh, guaranteed delivery and and uh, all the stuff that Kafka provides, right? Kafka provides uh, at least once exact at most once delivery and then exactly once delivery. You think Zero MQ is gonna do this for you? No. If you build, if you need all these guarantees, don't use Zero MQ. Use Kafka, right? If you can give up these guarantees exactly once, you think LinkedIn is gonna use Zero MQ? I mean, they can, but they are going to end up building their own app from the ground up, which is kind of useless, right? So it's a balance, guys. And you have to find this balance and just play with that stuff, right? So that pros and cons. What do you guys think? Let me know in the comment section below. Summary. All right. So what did we learn? We learned what is a zero MQ. It's a zero stands for zero uh, brokerless. That means there are no brokers. Uh, I call BS because sometimes... If you're going to need a broker, you're going to build one with 0MQ. And in this case, it's not called 0MQ. It's 1MQ, right? Yeah, so messaging patterns. It has a lot of messaging patterns. I love them. Socket types. So many sock, socket types. Me, no love. I don't like that. I like only... If you have just... If you just decided to be a, Z, a, a message queue, dude, do that. You will only have push and pull. Oh, my God. I am going to love this stuff, but so much stuff, complicated, me not interested. Maybe I'll just not use the rest. Yeah, I can, I can just say that. Okay. Building a simple queue with Node.js and zero MQ, right? We did that stuff. We built a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful zero MQ, uh, Node.js uh, uh, queue. <laughs> Pros and cons, we talked about the progress and cons, and we finally summarized the whole thing. What do you guys think about this technology? Did you like uh, what you saw? Give it a like, share it with your uh, uh, mos and I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome. Goodbye.